Alright everybody, I hate to tell you, but this episode of Doken Wen is going to be a little different than the one we had planned. That one is still in the makes, we actually have it recorded right now, I'm not going to go into spoilers of it, where we talked about our favorite healing units. But today, because I made a mistake on a Facebook page of telling people, hey, I want, this is not a mistake, I like helping players, but the mistake is, I said I want to help players out who needs help. And I've been getting about 10 to 15 messages from, messages from 10 to 15 people for the last three days. So, it's nothing against me helping them. It's just a whole bunch of messaging asking, how do I do this? What do I do here? How do I do this? What's the best thing to do? So, I'm joined by a buddy of mine, Gibby. How you doing, Gibby? Good, good. Yeah, you you opened up a can of worms there. I am not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was one dude said, "Hey, can I? Uh, can someone help me with this? Sure, I have no problem helping." And then other ones like, "Hey, can you help me? Sure." Then another, and another, and another, and another, and another. And I'm sitting there, like, "Oh my God, what have I done? I should have said no. I'm gonna plug. I, I, I have to plug." And so the thought crossed my mind: Let's make a Doken when a Doken how to to talk about what we should do for new players in this game. That way. If for those who have the questions, I'll be answering all those questions they've asked. Gibby has some questions that maybe he's been asked or that he once asked that we're just going to go through until we run out of questions. Yeah, I think that's just the best way. Just go, especially like I get so many comments on TikToks or any other kind of comment like, how do you do this? What's the best stage for this? Uh, what level do you need to be for that? And yeah, Dokon has a lot of just different scenarios and things and such and it, there's so many different aspects to this game yeah it is especially as time's gone on remember when it was just a simple bubble clicker and you just had to put a unit and you didn't even have to move the units you just be like tap 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 hey look pretty colors you that don't, weren't there back in the day God. we used to not have a hidden potential system Back in the day, super leveling up super attacks was an unheard of thing. Yeah, you uh, you pulled one copy of the unit, and then every other copy of the unit you put in for a super attack level. Yep. God. There was no dupes. There was no link levels. Those back in the day. Back in the, you know, I'm gonna say this because back in the day is a big term that I use a lot, and it's so good to actually hear somebody else say back in the day, too. But one of my buddies, Kevin, Kevin, I'm gonna say this, because I didn't say it, but fuck you. He called me out on a TikTok once, said, we were talking about the hidden potential, said, well, back in my day, we didn't have this. And I'm like, did he just call me out? So I messaged him. Well, I didn't even message him. I was commenting on his thing. Oh, Hayden's here. Hi, Hayden. Yeah, I just talked about you back in my day. And I'm like, oh, you fuzzy-faced bastard! Fuck you! Kevin, I love oh. you, but fuck you. Yeah, it's... Yeah, especially because Dokkan is... We were even talking about this right before we uh, started up this recording, but even the tutorial has just changed oh, so mad. much. Yeah. There's so many different aspects of just everything. It, it takes longer than two minutes to complete the tutorial, t tutorial now. Crazy. But, okay, well, how about, how about we get started on so, some of these, like I said, these most complicated well, questions by new players? Well, we will, but first, everybody out there, sit back, get comfortable, get comfortable in your chairs, pull out your textbooks and notebooks, because class is in session. 
Okay, so, like I said, we're going to be helping out players. And, um, Gibby, do you want to go first? Sure, let me pull up some of my quick questions here. So, I, I know that it says it on, like, whenever you click the certain button. But especially if you're playing JP instead of Global, most people don't know how to read Japanese. Especially <laughs> for people in, like, the US or any other country that isn't Japan. So, a lot of people have the question of, like, well, what level, like, I always see, like, oh, the Truth truth, or one of the other big YouTubers is doing this ultimate clash. How do I do it? Well, it's in the it's in the events button. And, well, and they're like, well, I can't click it. That's because you have to be level 150 or above to access the ultimate clash section. Right. Yeah. Along with 100 characters. Because ultimate clash, we're going to go on a quick side tangent. Gibby, I told uh, my buddy Kevin, do you remember how clash originally used to be when it first came out? Uh, you mean Battlefield? Well, the tower was it? Was it Battlefield? Was that? <laughs> it was battle. It was called Battlefield, or at least on the JP version, I oh. think it was called Battlefield. It was the tower defense, the Dokken, ta the Dragon Ball tower defense. Yeah, I talked about that, oh. and he looked at it and said, "What the fuck is this? This isn't Dokken." <laughs> it was. It was back in the day <laughs> for a very, very, very brief time. I actually want him to bring something like that out, but Clash. It's a fun event. I really like how Clash works. And the way that it works, so you need to be a level rank 150 and need to at least have... Right now they have it set to 112 characters. But you need to have at least 100 characters to go into it. Otherwise, you're going to set yourself up for failure. Because Clash is set up, you come, as opposed to picking a leader, like a friend leader skill, let's say Gibby and I. We're going to go into the friend leader skill stuff in a second. But I could pick Gibby as my typical stuff for normal event. That's not going to work. You have to have your team made up of seven units, and you have to have two units that lead them. So we'll say AGL, go very simple. Or just super class, good, good character units, good guy units. This one boosts good guy units, this one boosts good guy units. You put them both as a lead, they boost the entire team. And you'll go through, yep. take on whatever typing you want. Let's take, um, right now they're in a, uh, the Cooler movie stuff like that. So you're taking on Cooler and Frieza and King Cold and all that. So first phase will be, what the hell? My picture disappeared. Why do, why do I, my picture disappeared. What the hell? Give me my pictures. They broke. Uh, uh, oh God, where <laughs> is it? I don't. I figured it out. What the hell was that? They just randomly said, boom, picture's gone. Nothing to show. Um, excuse you, computer. I know 100% there was something to show. Oh, cheeky little computers. Yeah, I know. But anyway, but yeah, you want to set up, like, basically typing-wise, never take a category in there. I tried when, when it first came out to take categories in there, you take too much damage because they don't have type advantage. Or they don't always have type advantage. Just too much like that. So Clash, yeah. be rank 150 or above, and have a, a hundred, I'll say, I'm going to count free-to-play units in there, but a hundred... Uh, units with maybe about 25 to 30 percent of them being rainbowed units. Otherwise, you're going to very much struggle to do it. Percent agree. The other thing I would I would I would recommend is just go through go and take one of the one of the box categories, like say two or three, and then try to make a monotype team of every type. So a super AGL or good guy good guy AGL typings, uh, super tech, super int. And make a six-man team, then go into your box again and see if you can and see if you can find a secondary leader for them. So, like, um, like he was saying, you you I think that that's the biggest the biggest hurdle of Battlefield is a lot of people don't have two good leaders for a certain team. 
And at that point, it's just a matter of just keep playing the game. Eventually, you'll get another another leader that works for it, and you'll be able to continue and progress forward. And also, don't be discouraged if you can't beat it, because there's always one, like, I'm sure, I don't know about Gibby, but there have been, like, like, a time or two that I couldn't beat a battlefield. And don't be discouraged that you can't do it, because that just means you aren't ready for it yet. It's like, um, think of it like a video game. If you're not a high, you're just not a high enough level, don't have enough equipment yet. So do not be discouraged, you will get there eventually. And that's something I'll go into later in, later in the podcast, is for someone who has been around this game for four or five, six plus years, you know, you know what events have come out in a certain timeline, and that kind of dictates the the level that they are because dokkan has a really weird ranking system where they'll have two events that are called super three difficulty but be completely different yeah <laughs> yeah so do not be discouraged at all if you try an event and you just get demolished in it take a step back grind up the links on your team get a few dupes in them um and just and keep trying if nothing else RNG is is your friend in this game. Yeah, it can be unless you're unless you're professionals like me and Gibby. Uh, yes, yes, professional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gibby's over there just wiping off his Doken trophy. That's yeah, my professional Dokener trophy. Yes, yes, mm-hmm, yes. I gotta edit in like a little weep weep sound as you're wiping. But um, next one to talk about is like I've been at players been asking me. What is the first thing you should do in Doken? Like I re- I started the Doken, I completed the tutorial. What is the first thing I should do in Doken? And I- I'm gonna say, very simple, free to play units: the Ginyu Force and Team Bardock. Because by the time you're done with the tutorial, you should be able to um, go through the hidden potential by that point. I know it's a lot different than it used to be. But you should yeah. be able to go get, go hidden potential by there, so you'll be able to go into getting rainbowing units. And rainbowing units, for those who do not know, is essentially pushing the unit to the best that it can be in that state. So we'll go get Ginyu Force. The Ginyu Force is unfortunately, unfortunately, the like one of the best teams in the game. Yes, yes, yeah. It is a, it is, it is a very synergistic team. It, they all link very well, and they are meant to play with one another. Now, I'll, I'll, I would, I want to interject a little bit because I don't think that's, the, I don't believe that's the very first thing that you should do. Okay. Because you can't access the hidden potential system until you're rank fifty. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I figured by the time you've done with the tutorial and all that. And I don't. It's yeah. been it's been so long since so I've actually done it. I don't know hidden, hidden, when the hidden potential can actually be activated anymore because they could have changed it. and We don't know. At least I don't yeah. know. I, I actually was uh, researching it on the Dokkan Wiki right before the right before this. And yeah, it is still rank fifty that you can that you once you hit rank fifty, you can access the hidden potential system. So my suggestion is collect the Dragon Balls. Hmm, that's right. Go through the, yeah, go through the. Um, <laughs> Go through the story mode, collect the Dragon Balls two, three, four times, get some wishes, get your item slots up. That's that. That's something else, is a lot of people don't max out their item slots until super late into the game. Yeah. Because they, they go around with one copy of, let's say, a Senzu Bean, an Android 8, and a Ghost Usher, and then they only have one of each. When you upgrade another slot, you can have two of each, and then a fourth item. Yeah, oh. it is just... 
Alright, aside for uh, beside that, and I, I did completely forget about the Dragon Balls, because you know, it's been a while since you, you get them. So thank you on that, Gibby. I did that story mode in a hot minute. Yeah, I know. I only do it for the Link levels, and even then, I just don't pay attention anymore. Nope. But outside, whenever you do get to rank 50 and access the hidden potential, free-to-play teams are going to become your best friend because, like I said, Team Bardock and the Ginyu Force are two very good teams to grind up. And they're set on a rotation. I was telling a guy about it. And the rotations are... Doken has different types of events. You have agility units, you have technique units, you have intelligence units, physical units, and strength units. They go in a specific rotation of each day is a specific typing. So Monday is AGL, or is agility. Tuesday is technique. Wednesday is intelligence. Thursday is strength. And Friday is, as I say, Friday is Friday. But physical on Friday... Saturday being bad guy events, Sunday being good guy events. But go through, grind up those teams, because Ginyu Force, even without Easy A's, we're going to talk about Easy A's later on this, is still a very formidable team to take on pretty much all events. Same with the Bardock, except for the absolute hardest events in the game, they can take on a majority of the hard events, but unless it's the absolute top-tier hard events. Yeah. Like... I would say, I, I know, I think, I don't think a free-to-play team can beat Cell Max, except if you're using a very cheeky strategy. J Fanta. Yeah, J Fanta is who I'm referring to, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I, it, and that's just the, the sad truth is that that event is not meant for free-to-play units. At least right now. But that could change a year from now. now until they until they come out with a game breaking free to play LR. So they're gonna release another free to play Ginyu, another free to play LR Ginyu. I'm gonna be so pissed. Give us a better LR than Master Roshi, I beg of you. God, please make another Master Roshi. <laughs> make a God who'd be a good free to play? I don't even know. I, I think Tien was a step in the right direction. Oh, the Int one? The Prime Battle? Yeah. I'll agree to that. He was a fun one. I liked his art and animations. was fun. Problem is, he's the Prime Battle. They're hidden behind flat lines instead of percentages. Yeah. Until they're easy A, and then... Then they get... Right, right, but we're getting off topic. We're yeah. getting off topic. So, yeah, like I said, Ginyu Force and Team Bardock, whenever you have the ability, go through, you need to get 14 copies of those units. You do that and get them rainbowed out, and we're going to talk about hidden potential and stuff later in this, but do that, and um, you will be set for a long time in Doken events and most events in the game except the absolute hardest ones in the game with those free-to-play teams. Absolutely agree. All right, back to you, Gibby. All right, let's see here. Um, a lot of people when they start the game, they're like, okay, well, what do I do? Now, obviously, we talked about it. You run the story mode. But how do you run the story mode? Well, you need units. Now, you can either go the free-to-play route, or you can start during an anniversary or, or, or a bigger event, like the Worldwide, and log in and get a gigantic amount of stones and summon for units to start off with. Yeah, so... Uh, like a lot of people will say okay I have all these stones that I got from logging in what do I do with them well 
What or what type of banner should I summon on? Realistically, for a free-to-play player, which is not which I will say is I will assume probably a majority of the people probably listening to this stream they either spend a tiny amount of money or none at all. I would say stick to Dokkan Fest banners. Now, by Dokkan Fest, I mean the banners that will give you what's called Red Red Dragon Festival coins and Anything that gives you a blue, yellow, or teal coin, I would highly advise to stay away from. While those units are quote-unquote good and shiny and uh, fantastic arts, they aren't the units that you want to be summoning for if you're free-to-play and or uh, not spending a very large amount of money. Because they are not the ones that are going to give you the good leader skills to use. They're not going to be the ones with... Um, well, the, yeah, basically, leader skills are the main thing to, I believe, to summon for when you're looking at a, when you're looking at a unit in a new box. I'll agree to that. You need the leader skills, and like I said, we're going to talk about that. I think I'll talk about leader skills on the next one. Okay. I am going to have one slight interjection to your stuff mm. of summoning for the Doken Fest. I do agree summon for the units and stuff like that, but that also contradicts my thing of um, summon for the units you do want. Because, and I'm going to say this from a uh, collector, like a new collector standpoint. Because I had somebody join one of my college buddies started playing when Raditz came out because he's a big fan of Raditz. He got Raditz to 90%. He was so happy. And that's all that he wanted was Raditz. And I know that it's got Dokenfest. But um, if you have, let's say, because you start off getting, you start off with every unit. So let's say um, you don't have to throw stones at every Dokenfest banner. See what's on there. See if there's anything like Synergy works. We talked very briefly about Synergy with the Ginyu Force, that disgusting, horrible space team. I hate the Ginyu Force team just because they're too good for what they actually are. But um, take your units and we'll go... Like One of my favorite units is a very terrible, terrible unit. is Tech Future Gohan. Gibby, I think... Did, don't you know this, Gibby, if I told you that? Future Gohan, is that? The Tech Super Saiyan Future Gohan from like year one. Maybe year oh, two. That one! <laughs> The garbage one. He have does he even have an easy A? He does not. I but, didn't know that. But you know what? Why hasn't he got an easy A yet? Well, because the physical one got an easy A not even a year ago, so he's gonna be a sub one on that. Well fair, yeah, yeah. But anyway, summon I'll say this. Doken Fest are good, but summon for I'll also say summon for units you want to summon for like let's say if there's let's say if you're a big Bojack fan you see Bojack on the banner you don't or you know Bojack's coming up and say well but if the I want to but I need to summon this one because they summon for the Doken Fest you don't have to it helps but you do not have to summon for units you want unless you are not a specific collector that way you can have the teams you want and have fun because that's one thing. Doken's a game you play it as you want to play. If you want to be the ones that take on the hardest content, absolutely summon for the always the newest Doken Fest banners that come out and try to get the newest units because they're going to be the game-breaking units. But if you're not one, that's not like Dale. For those who've heard the podcast, Dale plays this game. Dale's not a hard uh, end-game player. He plays it for the collection purposes. He'll summon on banners that interest him with the characters on it. There's nothing wrong with being a player like that. Just be no, be wary. There's a chance you may not be able to take on the hard content, but there's nothing wrong with getting summoning for the units you want to summon for if they're not the top-tier units. So if you summon a physical Raditz, who's very bad 90% of the time, but if you want Raditz, 
by all means, summon for edits. Summon for what you want to summon for. And do not listen to other people unless you actually want to take on end game content. Absolutely agree. I have a friend who I got into Dokkan recently. Yeah. And his first his first unit he ever got was Android 16, and he started freaking out because Android 16 is his favorite character in Which Dragon Ball. Which one? Which 16? The intelligence one. Oh, the one that should have been AGL? Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. The year four? Or not the year four, the... The right after, after the fourth year, um... That was after year five. Int came out with a worldwide Gohan and Cell after year five. Was that year five or was that year four? I'm pretty sure it was year five. I think it was year four because year five was STR... STR Vegito and Physical Buon. Was it? Well, now I'm questioning. Yeah, I am too. God, it's so much yeah, happens. Yeah, because last year was sixth year. Okay. Last year was the sixth anniversary, right? And that was Goku Frieza. Okay, so yeah, it would have been fourth year. Okay. Yeah, you're f- yeah, yeah, because 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 we were. I know people were complaining because it was two age, two AGL LRs back to back. Because it was it was Super Saiyan four Goku and then AGL Gohan. Oh, that's right. God, there's so much. And also, people out there, if we have brain farts, we've been playing for a very long time. It's hard to remember what's what in this game. So we we know what we're talking about. Trust us. It sometimes gets very jumbled up in our heads. Me yep, especially. Uh, uh, there's just so many banners, and I you can't keep everything straight after after a period. Yeah. Alrighty. I completely forgot what I said I was going to talk about. Hey, I will, uh, I'll be back in just a moment. I do apologize. Alrighty. I think well, while he does that, I think I'm going to talk about um, Hidden Potential. That's one I do know got asked about. So hidden. Pot- I'll have to get my notes here in a second. But Hidden Potential, we talked about it very briefly as it's a way to boost units up. Whenever I say that, it raises stats... It raises abilities. So we'll take a... Um, we'll go to the Ginyu Force, unfortunately, because it's a free-to-play unit. You know, we're going to go Team Bardock. Oh, Ginyu Force is no longer getting mentioned, only Team Bardock. We're going to take an, a Tech Tora, which is a green Tora for those who do not know the colors yet. Um, you want to go... You, you get the hidden potential. You are given the ability to give them additional hit, critical hit, and dodge for the actual battle capability. Then you give them type defense, type offense... Uh, healing and then super attack effectiveness. Each one of those boosts, a sp- like one of those specifically, by uh, a percentage. So additional attack, if you put in, if you have a level one, because it goes by levels. So if you put that that tech Torah, that technique Torah, you give him a one additional, and he has a one a level one additional on him. He has a two percent chance to do a second attack, which has a chance to be a super attack. Which we're going to go into super attacks, which uh, should be easy, but just in case. But he has a chance, one a two percent chance to do an additional attack that can either be a normal or a super attack. Critical hits. A critical hit is also a, has a two percent chance for every one level that the additionals have. Except what it does is it bypasses defense. So if Green Tora takes on a uh, AGL, no, an intelligence because intelligence is strong. It, inte- intelligence is strong in technique. He'll actually, and he gets that crit, it'll actually do increased damage and bypass the defense of what they have, allowing him to do average damage to his, um, basically the unit he's weak against. Hmm. And dodge. Dodge is a one, it gives, a, it's one for one. So every one level gives it a 1% chance to dodge. So if you put three dodge in there, because a lot of people put three dodge in there, your unit has a 3% chance to dodge every single hit. 
Three dodge supremacy, baby. You're you're a three dodge person. Every unit, every I, single unit has three dodge on, on in, in my box. I am not one of those people. Mm. So, see that, that that's that's the difference. That's the difference. And by all means, build the character how you want to build it. <laughs> exactly. I was about I, to, I was going to go into yeah. that after I finished the explanations of stuff. Yeah. But he did. He did beat me to it. Build a unit how you want to build it. Nine times out of ten, there are very specific cases in which you don't. But we're going to go into those cases after I'm done with this. After you have the dodge, you have the type defense. So I made mention there's a type wheel, and we're going to talk about the type uh, advantages and disadvantage. But basically, if a unit's weak to another one, and you have the high level of this um, type defense, they will take less damage. Let's say if you have five in there, they take like what is the percentage? Isn't it like 025 percent less damage? Like it's a very low number for that. Do you know that number? Uh, what, I'm sorry, which number? Like the type def like you have the type defense, the healing, the type offense, and the super attack effectiveness. Do you know the percentage that it actually drops for each one of those like levels in there? I don't know the exact level or the exact percentages for that. Okay. It's not a very high one. I know because someone out there is going to hear this and be like, oh, wow, so I'll put, a, I'll put say, 20 into the type defense. My unit will take, say, 20% less damage. That's not going to be the case. I think if you get it maxed out, it's like 3 or 4% less damage. I could be wrong on that. But it's not a very big jump. Same for the type offense. So if a unit attacks something it's strong to, it's not going to do a bajillion more damage. It may do, say, 50 to 60k, 100k at most. If it's a very high stat unit, <laughs> same for the healing and the super uh, super effect effectiveness. The healing, we're going to go into healing in a second. But if you have an orb, if you have a blue unit that picks up blue orbs, you get healing back from it. It goes based on defense, which I did not know that until I think the legendary Goku event came out. Uh, people out there may have known. Gibby, did you know that before the legendary Goku event that the more defense he had, the more HP he got per orb? the AGL one? Just this in general. Like, I didn't, like, the legendary Goku event, when it came out, and defense needed to be, like, three, 400k, and I didn't realize that you got more HP depending on how high your defense, the unit's defense was. Wait, what now? Uh, okay, you know how if you get a unit to, let's say, 800,000 defense, a tech unit, and you give them, like, say, yep. 10 tech orbs, you'll pretty much fill, uh, fill up your HP? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You heal based on your defense. Yeah, I didn't know that until the Legendary Goku event came out. Yeah, I uh, I don't want to say when exactly I learned that. But yeah, it is a... <laughs> there's nothing that explicitly tells you no, that, I know. oh, this is I know. That's why we're saying it right here. And that's... Uh, healing is always good. And then you have the super attack effectiveness. And that one I know gets like 3% additional damage. I'm pretty, I'm 90% sure that one at max build is not, is 3% more damage. Okay. And with Gibby asked, talking about build the units how you want to build, that is absolutely correct. I build my units typically 50 50, 50% additional, 50% dodge. Gibby does however he does, and then not dodge, additional and critical. Hmm. Yeah. I... Yeah, and we we can go into that later in the session. But now, when we when we say building, it this only applies whenever you get duplicate characters. Right. If you only have one copy of the character, 
there's nothing really for you to choose. You just fill out the potential nodes, and that's that. Once you get a, a, once you get extra versions of the character, that's when you can start customizing them to either additional more, critical more, dodge more, and so on and so forth. Right. So yeah, more dupes, and that goes back to the summoning. If you want to rain, if you want to put dupes, because Gibby tries to rainbow units, and if not, he goes for two dupes. Isn't that right? My rule is if it's a, if it's a new unit, and I like it, I'll get se- I'll get it at seventy nine percent. Because that gives it the full. There are two do, two do paths that you want to go first. Right. Are we on the topic of hidden potential system right now? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're on the topic of hidden potential. So yeah, it's a good topic. Two paths that you can choose. We call it the top left, the top right, the bottom left, and the bottom right, based on their positions. Whenever you click the hidden potential button. Right. The for the first path that you should always choose is the bottom right path on a hidden potential system unit. Because that one is going to give you the most stats per node. Now, this route also means that you have to have the unit at a higher SA level, eventually being SA-10, which is the maximum for most units, to be able to fully fully do that path. But it gives you, this, the, out, of the, out of the four directions, it gives you the greatest stat increase. Right. Um, but yeah, I will always go the bottom right and the top left path because those are the two paths that give you every every option for additional crit and dodge. The all the other two do is increase your attack and defense a slight bit, and then let you choose uh, some things that I really don't. <laughs> there are paths that really don't affect the unit in a in a way that I really care about. Yeah, it's that. It's that, like, what I made mention of the type offense, the type defense, the super attack, and the healing stuff. Those are very, and that's all... Those are very minimal in terms of... Right. Uh, ...in potential system. They don't, they don't actively do enough that I consider them important for most of the time. Right. And, and, like, and, that's, and like I said, if you go, and like he said, actually, if you go with that, those two paths are always the best. You can give them a full, say, full additional, full dodge, full crit, whatever it is you want to do. If that's how you want to build a unit, A-OK with that. But I did make mention of there are some units that it's wrong to do that with. Also, Gibby, I just noticed you sent me a message. Is that an important message or no? Huh? Do not worry about it. It's done. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, there are some specific units that you do not want to uh, do a certain thing, a, a certain way on. Uh, I will say, who is it? I believe it's. I would say. We'll use SGR Techn- Super Vegeta as an example. Yes. Perfect. Absolutely agree. His passive ability says that every, every every attack he does is a crit, I believe? Correct? Every super attack. Every super attack is a critical hit. So, because of that, in his hidden potential system, he innately gets five levels of crit because he is an STR unit. So, other than that five five levels of crit, I would not recommend putting any level of crit into his hidden potential system. Because he innately criticals on super attacks already. Right. Uh, I mean, you feel free to. If that's what you choose, that's what you choose. But that... speaking from a higher level difficulty uh, standpoint, 
it feels like a waste of a hidden potential system. It is. It brings the unit down. In those situations, it brings the unit down because as much as I hate to say it, you want to go full additional, full dodge with that Vegeta. As much yeah, as I hate absolutely. to say it. I hate to say it. And there's other cases like that, like the year five, uh, year sixes, not year fives, that have, like, take AGO Go, uh, Gogeta, Goku, the UI Goku, who has dodge built in. He has yep. a 50%, every time he super attacks, he gives himself 50% chance to crit for the turn, and he has a natural way, two natural ways to additional super. So once he does his first super, it's 50-50, second super becomes 100% chance to crit. Nothing wrong if you put a little bit of crit in there, but just know in another situation like that, it bring it can hold the unit back a little bit because that could have been, let's say, and I'll also go into this for the hidden potential because somebody out there asked. I just know it, Gibby. I can read somebody's mind. They asked, "Does dodging stack with um, passives?" You think it is a separate proc altogether? <laughs> yes, and that's what somebody out there asked. So if you have Goku who has a seventy percent chance to dodge and give him, let's say, let's say you did for his sake a 20 dodge build. He does not have 90% chance to dodge. He has a separate 70% chance to dodge, and he has a separate 20% chance to dodge. They do not add together. True. So, um, oh, who was the unit I was just about to say? Any unit that can be super effective against all types yes. is also one that I would highly recommend going additional uh, combo attack over a critical hit over a critical hit because now there is a slight difference between being super effective against all types and having a critical attack but for the most part a critical uh, a, a super effective it matters more than a critical hit does what is super and effective some, gibby what is super effective what am i saying no i'm asking what is oh i apologize so for <laughs> Practical will, there are while some units are disadvantaged against other types of units, such as the example of Tectora versus an intelligence unit, if Tectora were to attack an AGL unit, that attack would be considered super effective. Um a, a, a unit that is super effective against all types is the intelligence Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. Right. Yeah. So his, his all all of his attacks will act as if he's attacking a tech type unit. But even if he's attacking an in an, an agility, a strength, or a physical unit, um, that is that's what that means. He will do the same. He would do instead of decreased damage, he would actually do slightly increased damage. So, so type effectiveness does not matter for those types of units. Right. Good way of phrasing it. I just wanted to. I just wanted to hear you say it because I. I'm tired. I've said su as why super effective is so many times, and I don't want to say it another time. There, are, I, I know for a fact there are some people out there that we are saying all these term all this terminology, and it's stuff that we know. Sec we know off the off the top of our head because we've played this game for so long, and we've 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 watched YouTubers and and Twitch streamers say it constantly, and it's just become a second part of our vocabulary. Right. God, you, um, you know, I'm going to go on a quick tangent. I'm going to actually go on a quick tangent. We're go we are going to go back to our originally scheduled. So ring the bell. It's um, lunchtime, everybody. Ring, ring. Give me.
<laughs> you talk about making our vocabulary. I actually have used super effective, like, in my vocabulary recently. I work at a youth center right now with with kids. Like I say, like like middle schoolers, and I actually was sitting there talking about um, one of them was running around. One of them is basically out of shape versus in shape, and said that one's super effective against that one. And one of the kids looked at me, "The fuck did you just say? What did I say? You said super effective. What the hell does that mean?" And I, I literally was like, "Huh?" I mean, that's where, that's where, that's where I get mine from. From my days of playing Pokemon, the super effective thing. Uh, yeah, mine's from Doken. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's interchangeable, honestly. Uh, uh, you're, I'm saying, and that's, I'm not saying generational, depends on, but like they say super, as you say super effective, though, they, I don't think they understood. And it could have just been the random, like, what the fuck, why'd you say that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> but they looked it's at general- me. <sighs> God, I hated myself. I hated myself after I said that. It's like, I need to play other games. I said that right there. I need to play other games. Hayden, I don't even know what you're saying. Good. You don't want to know what I'm saying, because I hate that I know what I'm saying. Go back to playing uh, basketball. Oh, goodness. Alrighty, lunchtime's over. Ring that sad bell. (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm becoming that teacher that hates their job. I'm just sitting there like, oh my god, I did that ten years ago. Head on the desk. Alright, sorry for yeah, cutting you off, Gibby. No, no, you're perfectly fine there. Yeah, we were talking about super effective, and we were talking about super effective and basically how to build units. Yeah. So, the hidden potential system is... is, is a gigantic mess to try to get through. <laughs> I think yes. is a... The is what we've come to. It is. And One thing we forgot to talk about, at least I don't think, we talked about building units. Super effective is a good additional. Units that have crit is good additional. You, but um, we talked about additional. Units that can attack multiple times will take a um, tech, uh, year, tech super, no, physical Super Saiyan Blue Vegito. An overrated EZA. We're going to talk about EZAs later, but an overrated unit. Attacks, what is it, up to four times a turn? Isn't that right? I do believe so, yes. We're not going to count about as crit, but as counters. But you want to build critical for units that attack multiple times because every time you do an adi- attack that has a chance to proc that critical hit and it does increased damage. Even if it's a normal, let's say if he does four normals and they're all criticals, he did, probably did the Im- equivalent of one super attack. Relevant, um, not to say t- not to say physical Vegito Blue isn't a relevant unit, but the new STR Cooler. Yeah, him too. I completely forgot. A- I forgot about Cooler. God, he's too new. Yeah, he, uh, I put mine at thirty critical. Give it a fucking what, miss? Yep. Man, I bet he's just sitting there whipping that tail around, just like, all right, fuck you. I crit every other attack. Uh, yeah, there are. I can count more not critical hits than critical hits. Yeah, or no, I can. I can. I can count. Oh, what's the what's, more criticals than, than non-criticals? Yes. Yes. God. Yeah. Well, I hope we can get him up to thirty-five eventually. Can, I don't even think he can go to thirty-five. Can they? Can. 
because How? you can get a level five additional or a level five level five silver critical. Oh, that's right, cooler's SCR. Okay. And I believe you can get a level five bronze critical. It's very rare, but I think you can get it. Okay. Uh, and I'm you going to get enough him. critical man. Give him additional. He's got three additional, and that's what he'll stay at. <laughs> no, give him four. I don't physically think I can. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of one of those high level ones. One additional. My SCR cooler is at seventy nine percent. I was very fortunate with my summons. Please do not come at me. But he is three additional, thirty critical, and three dodge. <laughs> Did you hear you say three, three, thirty? If I could make it thirty-three, I would. Ugh, disgusting. disgusting. You know, you know, you're right. I should go thirty-three dodge. Okay, you know, another. I have a unit that's actually sitting like twenty-five dodge, and I do not regret it. It's a tech weese. And uh, while we're talking about like, oh, super effective units are good for critical, or good good for additional attacks or combo attacks. Units that attack multiple times are good for critical. Now, there is a third thing, and there are units that should have innately dodge put into them. Yes. My personal opinion is if it's a support unit and it doesn't have a very useful super attack effect, dodge. As much dodge as you can put on that thing. Fair. I can see that for I can see that for some of them. like I mean and whenever and whenever I'm thinking of the intelligence uh, future uh, future support Mai who has that absolutely yes I mean she has a stun but stunning is not becoming a a relative a relevant thing anymore it is good for battle road but really not any other any other mode if we're being honest how often are you going to take her to super battle road. <laughs> If if she's one of the only units you have, she's a good. Unit I know, I know, I know. I'm I'm asking you. I'm asking oh, you I specifically. Never. Oh, I would never. Exactly. But I am also a whale. That is a much. Uh, I guess we actually should explain uh, that difference. There is the normal player, which you know would spend a few, like during an anniversary or something, would spend a little money on right. snacks. There is the I would say what's called the try hard that. Would would spend money every once in a while, and a fair amount of it because they have they have a job and they can they have a little bit of additional income, and then there's what's called a whale on a mobile game. A whale will uh, <clears throat> have most of the units and have them very uh, decked out with additional uh, additional dupl duplicate characters put into the hidden potential system, uh, having multiple of them. Yep. I myself have uh, two different boxes. I have my normal box <laughs> uh, with my LRs and TURs and URs, and I actually have in you know how you can sort um, in in your box. You can have bags. Yeah, I have one specifically for uh, SSRs, SSR duplicates, because I like the SSR art. Fair. Didn't... There's about a hundred. There's about like 150 of them, and they're just the Dokkan Fest. SSR versions Fair. of like MUI Goku and units that I have 100% already and I can keep one additional copy for my personal use because I like looking at the SSR art. You sound a lot like Dale. Like that's exactly something Dale would say. And that's again another, we're not going to it. What do I, cl do I classify as a whale? Do I classify as a tryhard? 
for yourself to decide and your followers. <laughs> My followers are going to say I'm a tryhard. I know too much about this game, and I push out that I know too much about this game. I'm I'm a mini whale. I put money in this game. I'll put a substantial amount of money in this game every, not every once in a while. I'll put, steadily put money in, then I'll put a substantial amount in. And anyway, getting off topic. I spend money on this game. Come at me. I spend money on a mobile game to watch anime, to watch a Super Saiyan Gohan punch Khalifa. I'm a I'm a grown man with with a job. You will not judge me for the purchases that I make in my life. Oh, they are. We just don't care. <laughs> Dang right. But yeah, so hidden potential, fun one to work with. We also forgot one thing when it comes down to building units, or at least that stacking units. Oh, stacking units. And whenever we say stacking units, a um, typically units we're gonna go into super like build like kits themselves now like passives leader skills and stuff like that so be prepared for that Gibby I'll talk about stacking first but um a unit that has every unit that has a super attack which is every unit has a super attack 90% of them have what's called a super attack effect whether it does something like say and I'm not even going to go into the damage modifiers because it's hard to say what kind of modifiers those things have because some are like 225% then some of them like 185 it's stupid stupid numbers but there's different types of super attack modifiers. We're going to go into the effects. Some of them stun. Whenever we say stun, it stops the enemy for one full turn, or technically two two turns, because it has that one and then the one after. There's no real way to tell. Yeah. Except if you look at the book on wiki. Yeah. I mean, if it's on super attack, I've yet to actually see a unit that has a super attack that stuns for um one turn. Yeah, I believe at the point. I believe if it's on super attack, it's a two-turn stun. If yes. it's from a passive, it's one turn. Right. That's why my tech Weiss. I like. I love my tech Weiss so so much because he has that in his passive. He has a high chance to stun attacked enemy. Anyway, stunning does that. You have sealing. A sealing unit when it was basically it stops the enemy from doing the super attack. Which you may not, if you're new to this, doesn't sound like a whole lot. If you're used to the tutorial bosses and normal Doka and the story stuff, sealing has no relevance in there, for the most part. You take on Dokken events, Boss Rush, Super Battle Road, we're going to get into those later, and then probably next day... I can seal Cell Max so badly. I wish you could seal Cell Max. (laughs) No. Make them suffer. Please, give them something. God, that scared the fuck out of me the first time I did that. Like, I'm on the event, like, normal. I'm like, okay, this isn't so bad, the first two stages. His his first attack did 1.8 million. Yeah, no! I'm like, that, that, what? <laughs> I thought I screwed up, then I did it again. I was like, oh, good God. What has Doken done? A unit that didn't, wasn't on the leader skill. I'm like, yeah, what? Anyway, so you have ceiling. Ceilings, oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. A ceiling unit basically stops a super attack from happening, which is very good, especially in Super Battle Road and Extreme Super Battle Road. And then you have what's called stacking units. A unit that stacks will typically stack, it says typically, if it just says great, let's say raises attack, that unit will raise attack by 30% on super attack for 99 turns. And whenever we say 30%, it's not, let's say, if a unit starts off at, let's say, 100,000 attack, does one super attack and gets to 133,000 attack. That is right. The next attack is still going to, if he does a second one, it'll boost it to 166,000, not whatever 30% of 133,000 is. 
It goes based on the original number that it started out with. Otherwise, otherwise you'd have units that'd be too busted. Like, I'm imagining Ultimate Gohan, because two super attacks, you put in a 400,000 defense, and then he'll be freaking a million in two turns. I don't want to think about that. I do. I'm ready for his easy A. I want him to get massively stacking. And there's different... There's different types of stacking. You have uh, stacking, which is just raising. You have greatly raising, which is normal stacking. If it's ra- if it great, if it raises, um, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Gibby. If it raises one specific stat, uh, say attack, it's a thirty percent buff. If it raises two stats, just by raising, it is a twenty percent buff. Yes. Which um, for for a higher tier uh, talk here. The new tech Goku raises his attack and defense, or he raises his defense on 18 key super by 30%, whereas the intelligence Vegeta and Trunks raise their attack and defense by 20%. Okay, thought so. On super. I thought so. Yeah. I was making sure I had that right. Greatly stacking is 50% no matter what. If it's greatly stacks attack and defense, it's still a 50% stack, unless I'm wrong on that. Isn't it 50%? 50%, yes. Okay, and then massively, massively, basically stacks it by a hundred percent. Which, right. sorry, I don't know of a unit in the game that massively stacks attack permanently. One unit. Ooh, which, one, which one singular unit. She just got an easy A on JP, and it is Tech Bulla. Ooh, yes, yeah, her. <laughs> One oh. unit that massively stacks, and she is ass. Uh, no, don't say that. I use her on GT Heroes. No, no. Her stacking-wise, she's a good unit, but yeah. as a stacking-wise, she is not good. Because it's, lo- it's not a high stack for her, because she has such a low attack stat. Topic. You know who needs to Dokkan Awaken? Who? Devil Man. No. Devil, Devil Man. <laughs> no. No. Yes. Devil it's time. Man. We have to leave Devil Man as a final topic and let him literally how we're going to have to end it. Like extra credit kind of stuff. Yes, absolutely agreed. But yeah, massively stacking literally is 100%. So if a unit starts off with a super attack and has 100,000 defense and 100,000 attack, they'll do a super attack. They have 200,000 attack and 200,000 defense. Next attack, it'll be 300,000, 300,000. It is not going to, con- like I said, consistently stack. Let's say if it's 100, say if they do one super attack, it boosts them to 200, and they do another one, it's not going to boost by 400. It sticks to the initial base stat they start off with. And with those units, you want to build full additional because they'll just get hit harder and harder. If you want to go crit with them, that's good, but for long events and from two veteran players, stacking units you want to go additionals with. Am I right? Absolutely. Even if it's a temporary... So there are two types of stacking. There's a temporary stack and a permanent stack. Right. A temporary stack will will specifically say in the super attack uh, either an example is greatly raise attack and defense for one turn. Yeah. As opposed to a unit that does it, the super attack will say greatly raise attack and defense. End end sentence. Yeah. And you have, so you have something of one, three, five, and seven, and nine. Right. Freaking Bergamo! I saw I saw an EZA concept for Bergamo, and he was busted, and I hated it. Oh, Bergamo! I'm ready for him to get an. He's gonna get an EZA, and he's gonna be so broken. 
Maybe in a few years. Nah, he'll be getting one this year. I'm calling it. Alright, I mean... I don't think Dokkan can handle that much. <laughs> God. God. Okay. What did I say was after Hidden Potential? That is a good question. I am unsure. <laughs> I am too. If you'd like, I have a, I have a, yes. a topic. <laughs> yes, I completely forgot what I was going to say. So a lot of the topics um, that you were that you're you're specifically talking about are for are yeah, like you said they're for newer players um, more on the not not use not summoning wise I've I've had a lot of questions on summons okay that's why I have a few topics here what sh what, what what units should I use my coins on ah okay and yeah I coins get so many times um. Straight up, you use your coins on whatever you feel like you want to use them on. If you're not thinking of it from a technical super analysis, uh, higher higher end higher end gameplay point standpoint, use them on units that you want. That you don't want to have to go spend two three hundred dragon stones on a banner to try to pull it. Fair, I like that. And then that's that's as a starting point. From there, you can start to you can start to whittle it down to, well, I mean, I have this unit, but I don't have this other unit. Great, you can you can use your coins for that. Uh, oh, I have every unit on the banner, but I want an additional duplicate character of one of these. Perfect. Use your coins on that then. It every situation is different. For each box has a different need of the units, and sometimes. You won't even want to use your coins until an, until a different banner comes out. Right. But I would say for the most part, other than the situations of, oh, this would 100% my physical Buhan, or, oh, I don't have this unit, use it for whatever, use your coins on whatever you would like. It's not a, there's no right or wrong answer. I, I, I personally personally believe. Right, and like that goes back to how we said, summon for what you want to summon for. Pick what you want to pick. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. If somebody tells you raw that it's wrong, because I got in an argument once about um, somebody saying like a more or less this conversation of um, you have to play how the YouTubers tell you to play, otherwise you're playing it wrong. No, 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 no. You play how you want. You use whatever team you want. I have a friend who she started the game because she loves the she she loves Android Twenty One. And she built an Android 21 team and has never looked back since. She has been in love with it. Nothing wrong with that. And I can't... Yeah, absolutely nothing wrong with that. If your favorite... If, you're, if, you're, if you love the Universal Survival Saga, summon for those units. Heck yeah, you got God of Destruction Topo. You got Mastered UI Goku. If yeah. your favorite arc is the future arc, go off. Go off and get those units. Right, like I said, it's all it's all a collection thing. If you like, and like I said, that's, right, and that's like it depends on your kind of play style. If you're like Gibby and I, Gibby and I are like we're we're veterans. We play we play the hardcore stuff. We have all the hard content. I'm assuming he does. We have all the hard content in the game beat. Two stages of Super Battle Road I have not beaten. Really? Yep, yep. I you can probably guess what they are. I actually can't. 
Okay. So for anybody who knows me and has been on my TikTok channel for more than when I was actually posting on it, there's a certain set of units that you should absolutely farm if you're a free-to-play player. Um, I'm referring to the Bardock units. Oh, that's right! I don't have them. I don't have a single one of them. I completely forgot. I completely... I, I thought you... T-U-R. Used to. I will beat that stage without them. I thought you actually Somehow. meant like you were stuck. Oh, no, well, I mean, technically, yes. Like, uh, I mean, could is... beat it. Ginyu Force? Ginyu Force, extreme super battle, extreme super battle road, Ginyu Force. Nasty. I could absolutely do the easy A event. I do not want to. I have no, no will to. For the man who has most of the, who has every LR in the game but one, I don't have most of the prime battle LRs. <laughs> They're fun. They're fun to have, is to collect. I need to get the new STR uh, Kid Gohan that's on global. Yeah, I get it. And, like, I just have more fun. Like, okay, this is a personal preference. I have more fun using the summonable units, or the summonable LRs, because I spend money on this game. And I summon for those specific units. Fair. Not to say that the free-to-play units are bad, because I know that S that STR Kid Gohan is a really good unit. I just don't do it. And that's, just, that's a personal preference. That's what we mean. That's what whenever I say do what you want because there is no bad option, that's what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. I've beaten every zone in this game. I've beaten Cell Max. I've beaten every red zone. And I find it funny that the one or two events that I haven't beat are some that the free to play players have beaten. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> it gives them a sense of, co of uh, confidence. Darn. It, no, it, it's, it's more of a. It's more of a, you know, it isn't so bad. It isn't, it isn't, there's always something, it, it gives me a sense of, I can I always remembered. do something. Hmm? I remember what we were going to talk about, but I wanted to talk uh, about. Uh, there we go. Okay. We were going to talk about, like, the units themselves, leader skills, passives, and all that kind what? of stuff. Yes. God, how could I forget? <laughs> That's, important. That's important. That's important, Doken. But, I mean, I guess leader. I guess leader skills are. Yeah, yeah. How about this? You go take a unit that's not on a leader skill and a cell max. Tell me how you do. I did, and I beat it. No, you didn't. You lie. And Hercule, friend. Fuck you. You know he's broken right now. Yes, yes, I know he is. But that, that, is, that is an example. That is an example. I'm not You lying. know what I mean. You know what I mean. A legitimate non-thing that can't do stuff that doesn't get 99% damage reduction. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right. Tech Khalifa. I said Cell Max. You can't take her to yeah, Cell Max. Jeez. You can very much. No. It's not very good, but you can. No, you lie. Anyways, on to the serious version of this topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, leader skills. We'll do... Do you want to do leader skills, or do you want me to do leader skills? Uh, go ahead and start off with it. I'm going to be pulling some up in my box to talk about. Because there's... Th I would say there are 
there have been different sagas of leader skills and what is what was good three years ago is still fine today to use for normal events. Yeah. But there are newer leader skills that for for the harder events that need to be distinguished. Right. I was going to go just basic stuff. I was going to go through all the types of them. You have the uh, monos. You have, we have the original flats. You have the original monos. You had the, uh, or the god leads. You had the neo gods, the uh, demigods, all the god Because, you know, that, that's. That brings back memories. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. So, throughout Dokkan's history, there have been multiple different versions of leaders. There used to not be categories in the game, so you were only able to use a certain type, a certain uh, specific type of unit. You would use a tech team, an AGL team, a intelligence team, and go from there. Right. I would say in today's day and age, you really want to try for though at minimum one hundred and twenty percent leaders. Personally, yeah. Minus the story mode. The story mode, really. You, 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 ignoring the story mode on this. <laughs> you don't need a leader skill, really, to deal with that. I mean, you'd be surprised at how some of the later ones, if you don't have a proper leader skill, can actually get you killed. And I say proper, yep. you need like 50%. Like, if you need 50% lead, at least. Okay, yeah. I agreed there, yes. Anyway, so yeah, there are multiple types of leader skills, like you said. 120s are a good one to strive for is the first one. It's okay if you can't get them, because the free-to-play teams can cover some of those. You can get the 70s, the 50s, the 70s, the 77s if you do the easy A's. Just varies on the units. But leader skills basically are the um, initial muscle of a unit is an easy layman's term. So you have, let's take um, Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta, because everybody knows Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta. The first one came out was a a blue type, the AGL, the agility. He boosted super good guy blue units by 120%, bad guy blue units by 30%, not 30, 90%. Right? And three key. Right. Was it three key? Yep, it was three key, just like the super. Okay, I thought it was one key, but okay. What am I thinking of? There's something I'm thinking of that gave, like, I know what I'm thinking of. Never mind. I know exactly what I'm thinking of. But, um, yeah, so basically boost it. So on that one, you want prime. You would pretty much want to take a super blue good guy team to work with his lead. And I'll go on there. We'll talk about links and passives later. But you want to follow the leader skills and fit whatever is within those things. Ooh, excuse me. I've got hiccups all of a sudden. Ugh. Fit whatever is within that, um, quota. So, categories came out and so you have units of, say, Fusion category and Shadow Dragon Saga, because those were the first two categories that were released on Global. On Global. Dokken. Units that were fused with the Metamorian Fusion Gotenks, Gogeta. That's it. <laughs> I mean, they... they huh? Yeah, they're on the Patara. She was Patara, yeah. Yeah. It also counts heroes units, but we're going to go with baseline stuff that more people know about, because not everybody knows about heroes. Heroes units are once a, once a year thing, and not very many units. They're very fun. I love the heroes units. Oh, they're amazing. I will argue that um, they are better than most units in the game. Stand alone. 
spicy. Uh, okay, so yes, categories are a very, a very much ingrained thing in Dokkan now. And a leader skill is really how you'll get the, the most oomph out of a unit. Uh, the best attack stats, the best defensive defensive abilities out of a unit, and you'll you'll notice once you have a full team under a category lead, you'll notice they defend much better than they did before. They you have more HP to work with, you have more attack power. You get through events faster. Right. Yeah. And now the way to check a unit's uh, what category they're on is one of two ways. You can either actually click the the unit itself and scroll all the way to the right-hand side, and you'll see what categories that specific unit is on. And what, So that, those are the teams that you can run them on. The other way to uh, figure out what categories a unit is in is by going to the team option on the home screen. Apologies, this is, my phone is loading at the moment. Very um, good. Yeah. But yeah, you go to team, and then you go to your characters. And go to the menu in there, and you can sort from there uh, what... Yeah, you would go to character list, click the yellow box in the bottom right-hand thing, and then you'll see in the middle of the screen there's a select category button. You can select the category and then scroll through all the different categories of Dokkan. From there, you can click, uh, we'll just go Time Travelers. If you click just Time Travelers and hit OK, then OK again, it'll show you every unit in your box that falls under the Time Traveler category. And from there, you, uh, you, can, click on a, you can click on an individual unit and see what their leader skill is, which is right underneath their level and the cost of the unit, is the leader skill. And from there, you can figure out which unit could lead that category and build the team from there. A leader of the category is going to be the very first unit in the in the team formation. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm not getting that wrong there? Yeah, no, yeah. It's like, for like, you have your six <laughs> units, you pick, you tap the first one, that's one that gives a leader skill. You want to have, as a first, basically, yeah, if you don't have that set up, you're not going to have that leader skill that you want. Right. And you'll notice it immediately. Your characters don't have the right amount of key. Uh, the, the, the baseline for units now is you start out at six key, and if the unit doesn't have six key, there's an issue with them on the leader skill. Yep. Yep. Um, that's, a, that, uh, that's a good way I've found to tell. I, I know for a fact, I've sometimes, I think, I think a certain character should be on a Leader skill, I put it on there, don't even check. I go into an event, and they're, at, they're not getting any key and not any attack or defense. I'm like, what is going on here? Yep. Because they're not on the category. It's like why people think, why aren't the fusions on pure Saiyans? That's, a, that's not what we're going to talk about, because that's a question I'm not going to answer. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. I come up with answers, but I don't, but until um, we know, we don't know. Because Dokkan. Because Dokkan, absolutely. Because <laughs> Dokkan. That's a good way. That's a good way to answer that because Doken. Now somebody asked a question, but why? Because Doken. Some people, it, some people are coming from coming over to Dokkan from Legends, and they're like, "Oh, well, this unit is on the regenerative, the, the regenerative uh, tag over there, or oh, this is on Pure Saiyans over there. Why isn't it here?" Because Dokkan. 
Because Doken, exactly. But yeah, leader skills boost the entire team. Leader skills are probably, I'll argue, are more important than passives. Someone, someone out there, someone out there will argue that a passive is more important. Like Hercule, is passive more important than leader skill until it gets fixed? In very, very rare instances, we are talking one in literally a thousand units. Yeah. Does that does that case apply? One in uh, there's the uh, tech Khalifa also counts so two in a thousand. I was trying. I was yeah uh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I, but next we're gonna go talk about the passive and the passive. I talk uh, basically the biggest part of the unit where I say the biggest part. It's where they get a lot of their build up from, but they need the leader leader skill to help buff it. So we'll take a unit gives themselves fifty percent attack and defense at start of turn. Unless it's war, that means every turn, that means he'll only get a 50% buff. Unless there's like very few units actually do the uh, infinite stack based on passive. Like, what is there? Three of them? Rosie, Kakunza, and Ajo Kaioken Goku? I'm sorry, what was the question here? Um, the ones that are basically have an infinite stack in the passive. Ooh, that's a good question. I'm, I I think I think it's Rosie Kakunza for sure because one of them gives twenty two percent attack at the start of every turn, and no Dispo Dispo does it too. He gives himself however many percent at the start of every turn. I believe he does. I've got him pulled up right here. Let me check. Let's see Dispo. Uh, yes, he has attack twenty percent and a chance of evading enemy evading enemy's attack. Uh, up at the start of each turn. Okay. Does not there is not a cap on that. Only his dodge. His caps. The dodge caps at sixty. Correct. His his dodge caps at sixty, but the attack exactly. does not have a cap. Right. And people uh, out there, that's a misconception. It's it's yeah. very specific phrasing. I don't know. You're going to look at it, and sometimes is it this or is it that? You'll be able to figure it out really easily if a unit, let's say, ten turns in, is still only doing, let's say. 8 million damage, or let's say a million damage, as opposed to another one that on eight, turn 10 was doing 10 million, and then turn 11 is doing 15 million. Big jumps. Unrealistic, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Nesting passives are very nice and simple. Um, the, I, th I think the, the easy A Super Saiyan 4s, the, the UR... The, the STR Goku and AGR Vegeta Super yeah. Saiyan 4 have very simple passives. I'll agree. Would you agree? I 100% agree. They're very short, sweet, and to the point. <laughs> now, there are other units, such as the Intelligence Merged Zamasu. Their passive skill is quite literally a paragraph. Yes, or Goku, or Cooler, or the Gods, or the Fours. Yes, as new units have come out, their passives have gotten more and more complicated. And I, as much as I hate to suggest this, go through them and read <laughs> your passive skills. I, I because but... yeah, I uh, from personal experience within the last three days of playing Dokkan, I did not fully know what uh, AGL full power Frieza did. No. 
I knew he did a certain thing here and there, but I have never actually sat down and read his passive. 100% attack and defense to start a battle. Gives himself an additional 100% attack and defense for the first seven turns of battle. And then after that seventh turn, it goes away. And it gets a guaranteed critical hit against Goku units. And two key. Yeah. At the start of the turn. So yeah, I've never had sat down and read that in its entirety. And so I was up against the unit. I'm like, well, why isn't he doing these, this, this certain thing? And that was why. It's because I was against an extreme unit. A non-Goku unit. Man, this makes us yeah. seem so vulnerable whenever we have no... whenever we say stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, hey, that even, even for players who have played for five, six years, we're still learning stuff about Dokkan. We're still learning stuff that we didn't know before. So if you find out, if you find something that you didn't know, don't feel bad about it. it, it it's all just a learning process. Yeah, you know what? I'll do the same thing. I'll say something like that because um, I, I'll, I have to talk about this. I feel like every episode gets talked about the time I beat the legendary Vegeta event with a Dragon Ball Saga team. I have to always talk about that because I feel like that's my greatest accomplishment ever in Dokken. I would agree that was a <laughs> that was a feat and a half. Many have tried. I put it in a Facebook group, and people started saying that that's easy. Nobody to this day has been able to beat it with that team. I'll agree. RNG RNG played a big role, but yeah, yeah. But, yeah. No, I commend you for it. It, it that was a. I could not. I physically would not have the patience to do to do that. Yeah, I do. I hate it. But I, what I was going to talk about was I figured out that units. We're going to talk about link levels next. Well, links and link levels. But I found this out during that that a unit if they if the link gives them crit, even if they Ox King, who's SSR, has a five percent chance to crit. That's important. Yeah, I didn't know that. Until randomly, I fought. It was doing the event, and he randomly did a crit. I literally had to do a double take. I restarted the app. See, did, did I see that right? He just did a crit for a hundred thousand damage. That is something new players might not know. On a side tangent, if you're in an event and you uh, potentially hit a button the wrong way, and a unit that you wanted to be to slide off of the rotation you accidentally kept in slot one. If you close the app and then restart the app, it will take you back to the very beginning of the turn before you clicked any of the key spheres. Right. You reset the rotation. Yes. Some people do not know that, and that is just a good thing to get out there. The more people know it, the more... Uh, I, I know some people who didn't, didn't know that, and then they realized that, and they started beating events left and right. Because... They were able to, they instead of accidentally making a mistake and all their progress is gone, they were able to just restart the app, fix their mistake, and go on. Right. Yeah. But then you also have, um, do you remember back in the day, whenever you could reset the entire rotation, like after you hit it? Because now if you do it, you have, if you get the final unit, give key, that rotation's set in stone. But it used to not be yeah. that way three years ago. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think it was around three years ago. God, I remember people beating Boss Rush by doing that. 
back when boss rush was hard. It, and, and, not, and now when we say like, oh, boss rush isn't hard, this okay. isn't hard. Yeah, that's but, coming from players who have yeah uh, played for years. Because I still remember when I started. Oh, what was it? It was it's the stage that has fourteen Dokkan events back to back. Boss rush four. Yeah, boss rush four. That was the hardest event for me whenever I first started. Because I had a physical Vegito Blue leader skill. He wasn't easy eight at the time, so it was only 50% of units. And my goodness, that was... A... <laughs> I tried that event so many times. Ah, memories. Good times. But yeah, just because we say... We, because we say an event is easy, for a lot... Even, especially new players... That that event may be easy for us, but it may be a struggle for you. That's completely fine. That's what we're here for. That's what we're you help team build, link level, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Which is a good segue into link leveling. Yeah, link levels, linking too. So, link leveling. How do we feel about it? Link leveling is honestly yeah. a good uh, upgrade to the game. We also got to talk about links very briefly too. Yeah, I think yeah. Let's start with that before we go into do into do too too deep depth about um what a link leveling entails. Right. All right. So links, basically, think of it like easiest way is units that share same links buff each other up, or in very simplistic terms, units hold hands if they want to hold hands, and the links are the are the hands they want to hold. I had to explain yep. that to my ten-year-old niece, and that's that made a lot of sense to her. As if, oh, they want to hold hands? Yes, that's exactly what it is. If they want to hold hands because they have these two things, they'll hold hands. If they don't, they will not hold hands. And a a good way to tell if you're in an event and you want to see if they and you want to see what links a unit share with each other, if they're on the same rotation. You can hold down that certain character, and whatever link is highlighted, say Super Saiyan prepared for battle, and uh, Saiyan lineage, those links will be highlighted for that character. That is what that is what those those links are what you, are what that unit shares with the other unit that it's next to. Right. Yes. And they'll buff themselves up. Each one gives something different, whether it's attack, defense. Sometimes they heal. Sometimes they do damage reduction. He is a very, very important one. That yeah, key to you'll hear a lot of us say, "Oh, he he has terrible key links. He has very unique key links. His attack links are terrible. His defense links are garbage." That's what we mean when we're saying that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there, uh, there are some units that their links make no sense, and links are fully determined by Dokkan, the Dokkan devs, and yeah. sometimes they make very interesting decisions. They do. But there's one we talk about the passive leader skills. Sometimes the key uh, links can make or break a unit. That may sound like yeah. something insignificant, but it can make or break said unit. Oh, I'm trying to think of a good one off the top of my head. Tapion. Yes, Tapion. 
Take Fantastic Jones. Unit. Yeah. But suffers from having no good key link partners. Except himself, and that's one thing that Doken has. Is they'll sometimes release units and then release another variant of said unit that goes a lot that's supposed to be paired with it. Like you can have what's called a perfect link buddy. <clears throat> Let's take an LR AGL Gohan and LR Intelligent Super Saiyan Goku. That share every single link with each other, they're perfect link buddies. Sometimes Doken does it. But um not often do they do it, but Sorry, my mom messaged me. I don't know why she's messaging me this late. She's typically asleep an hour ago. But um, they'll well, sometimes really. release units that have no good links with each other. Just to kind of say, hey, something's going to come in the future. AGO Tapion is a good example because his links are all over the place. And the only ones he links good with are the, uh, Tapion and Minosha. And tech tapion, but they have to be in those kind of things because they're the only ones with the wonky units. So, if you see somebody talk bad about units or links, it's because they don't have a good link buddy. You can have one unit that links up, let's say, one link, fierce battle, because typically good units, good guy units, and bad guy units don't link well together, typically. Unless it's like a Super Saiyan unit, because Super Saiyans have Super Saiyan and um, stuff like that. Yeah, Saiyan units are. Say, Saiyan extreme units are a different breed, we'll say. Because they have unique link sets because they are Saiyan category. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a good Another good example of a, a unit that has absolutely used to have no key links is Intelligence Kid Buu. Ah, Kid Buu! I love Kid Buu. I'm actually an advocate. Like He's a powerful unit. He's a great unit! He suffered when he first came out. He suffered because he in his in his links there was not a single link of his that gave key. Yeah. So people got him, said this is cool, and threw him in the in the closet because they could never get a super attack off of them unless they were lucky. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but Dokkan has fixed that. I would say Dokkan has pretty much fixed that. There aren't many units nowadays that come out and they're like, wow, I can't super attack with this unit. And, and it, There are certain situations where you'll still get that. But for the most part, because of passives and links, a unit should be able to super attack if, they, if they're on an, an okay leader skill. Yeah, especially because it's easy to get... I say it's easy. It's pretty easy to get them 6-key, because everything starts off with 6-key now, and some of them are slowly getting to 4-key. Right, and now for uh, a lot of people, a lot of new players will look at their units and go, well, mine isn't giving 3-key. That's because your unit isn't Dokkan Awakened. Right. Dokkan Awakened. That's another good one to talk about. Is um, The next step, and I think we're going to... I don't know how long you have, Gibby, hey, you want to be on here, but we've been going for an hour and a half. I can still go for a while, but I don't want to keep you up for three hours. But, um, yeah, we can talk about Doken Awakening, where um, basically we talk about summoning at Doken Fest units. Go summon the newest unit. They have the two states, sometimes three, where you awaken them. We'll use LR Cooler, Gibby's amazing unit, which is, I'm assuming, your favorite unit right now? It is... By far the most fun in a unit I've had in years. 
man. I'm yeah, gonna... When you first get LR Cooler, here, give me just a moment. I can actually, I'm actually link leveling him right now. Okay. I can pull up his leader. Look at this man over there with his money. The grind never stops, baby. Now, I wish I could do that, but no, I only got Super Saiyan Goku. Wait a darn I didn't, I barely spent any money to get my copies of Cooler. I heard. I know. <laughs> I saved free to play 650 stones for this event. Must be nice. I summoned on Raditz. I got both of them, Goku and Cooler, in that 600 stones. I summoned on Raditz, and you know what? I regret it. You shouldn't have summoned for him. He was terrible. I wanted Raditz. I like Raditz. Thank you very much. I'm eating cheese balls. Yeah, Raditz player would say that. I honestly liked his animation. And I, whenever he was done right, when he was fully built up, then he was good. Outside of that, he's very bad. Absolutely. Okay. So Cooler says he gives terrifying conquerors and movie bosses two key attack and defense and HP 130%. Now, if you Dokkan awaken him to the higher you are status, he does give three key HP attack and defense 150%. Once you've LR, LR awakened him, he gives Terrifying Conquerors or Movie Bosses Category 3 Key and HP Attack and Defense 170%. So the higher you Dokkan awaken a unit, the higher the leader skill will keep jumping up. Right. But not every unit can go LR. That's one thing I have at, uh, has actually been asked me about um, what units go LR or why, how come that one over there because somebody actually wants to ask, because of the LR uh, Namek Goku, because he's an intelligent Super Saiyan Goku, and intelligence uh, Super Saiyan Gohan, how come theirs awakens into the LR and mine doesn't? Well, that is a Dokkan decision. <laughs> that is nothing that that can be helped. It's not something that you did wrong with your unit. It's just... now the nice thing that Dokkan has done is when you summon a new, when you summon an LR unit now. It will say legendary character incoming or coming. And I have heard many stories in the past before that before that feature was a thing where people sold LR characters because they did not realize that they were capable of going to LR status. One of the best things I remember, it's a has to do with that, is um do you watch a YouTuber Kagi films? No, I do not. Kagi played Doken for a very brief time. He was off and on, like I am with Legends. And he summoned an LR, the LR Majin Vegeta when he first came out on Global. It's like, oh, hey, cool, Majin Vegeta. And he never realized he was an LR. I'm so sorry, Kagi. I know it's in the past, but... <laughs> the one man I've never even heard of, I, you disappoint me so much. No, just, uh, I feel for you, man. But, yeah. So, basically, some units are, and you also have what's called the troll version of units, like Intelligent Super Saiyan 2 Family Kamehameha Gohan. Then you have his troll Han counterpart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the fact of every single time I summon that STR Tournament of Power Golden Frieza, I always think it's the physical one. Yeah. Every time, because their silhouettes are so gosh darn similar. It's like um, back when Super Saiyan 3 Angel Goku first came out, the tech one. 
And they had that rare Raditz that was doing nearly the same pose. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember that one. God, we're reminiscing about all sorts of stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with how to Doken. Oh, back in my day. <laughs> back in my day. Back in my day, we did stuff with stuff, and our stuff did stuff and stuff. Stuff. I didn't big bad bosses used to be a link that you had to get under 80% to use. <laughs> now you kids nowadays can link level it and use it at 100% health. Yeah, at all times. Thank you, Doka, for that change. Thank you. Oh, God, <laughs> thank you so much. You over there. We need a hero version of big bad bosses. <laughs> It's called Saiyan Roar. Like we, that's only for Super Saiyan fours, though. Good. No. We need it Super for more. Saiyan. We should like Super. It should have been like Super Saiyan because a lot of our Super units are Super Saiyan units. True. Yeah. Super Saiyan should have been our big bad bosses. Well, hang on. Uh, also, okay. The one other thing for new players, and this is just a generalized statement. Super type units, most of the time, link together well yes. more than extreme units will. Yeah, we talked about that very briefly, and like I said, Super Saiyan and um, like power bestowed by God. Very few extreme units link well with super class units. Very, very few. I can't um, even think of any that share more than four. Um, it's mainly just the Rose units. Super Saiyan, like, yeah, Super Saiyan, Kamehameha, Fierce Battle. Uh, yeah, Super Saiyan, Fierce Battle, Prepared for Battle. Yeah. Very, very, very few unit, few, few extreme units have Prepared for Battle. Prepared for Battle is normally what's known as a Saiyan link. That's a link that most Saiyans will use. Or have. Because you know why? Saiyans uh, are prepared for battle! If you put some sense there, some of them make sense, but sometimes they don't. Over in a flash, uh, the the transformations over in a flash. Why doesn't Tech Gogeta have over in a flash? The the oh, the I movie. said sometimes. Sometimes it does. Sometimes links just don't make sense, guys, and it's just it, it's just Dokon. <laughs> yeah, at least sometimes I'll keep it like Super Saiyans are going to have it. Saiyan Roars, a Super Saiyan Four, or one that have Great Eight Power built into it, exclusive Limit Breaking Form, a Super Saiyan Three exclusive. Yeah, but no, bad guys just have big bad bosses. It can get confusing, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. All right. So, and I think I don't know about you, but we're kind of going into more or less the end game of everything, which is going to start talking about for more serious players. Agreed. So, for new players, hopefully, what we have talked about so far at least gets you into the right direction of hey i know now that i can use a leader skill to clear harder events hopefully that takes you guys then to this next level that we're going to be talking about right. whether that's in a week a month a, a half a year whatever time frame it is there's no there's no specific timeline for oh i want to get to this i want to get this good it's just a matter of patience and time and learning about the game and skill and rng Lots and lots of RNG. Yes, RNG. Unless you can figure out how to break the RNG, which is great. In which case, please DM, DM us and we will pay you money for it. Okay, I will. Gibby, I'm going to have to tell you some, how to break RNG after this. Good, 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 good. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to talk about... We talked very early on in this about end game con Well, summoning of those who want to do the end game content versus the collectors. So what we're going to talk about now 
is more like a, um, I guess, a PSA, because you go into those events, you'll be able to figure it out kind of easily how they work a lot of the times. But this is for the hardcore players. If you want to do these and can beat them, absolutely. Good for you. Good on you. You're better than one of the guys in my Dokken Win podcast, Dale. He's beaten like two Super Battle Roads. He hasn't even beat the legendary Goku event. Yeah. But we got all sorts of them, because Dogen, we talked Boss Rush. Boss Rush is now synonymous for even, like, because you can beat most of them with free-to-play teams until, like, the last three or four. So that's why, I, whenever I said, but Boss Rush was originally the hardest event in the game, where you take on multiple enemies with ver with normal items. Then they introduced Super Battle Roads. Super Battle Roads are actually, you know what, Gibby, Super Battle Road can actually help some people out. If they do, if they have a hard time with categories, hey, because it'll you go take on let's say Super Saiyan category, Super Battle Road. It'll show you all. You can only take Super Saiyan category units, and when you say Super Saiyan, it's only Super Saiyan one, not Super Saiyan two or three, not four, not God, not Blue, not Evo, not the fan made Super Saiyan five, which is cooler than anything. But it's only Super Saiyan. It'll actually classify and take out everything that's not those. You can't bring these. We can't bring these. We can't bring these. So it actually, that right there, if you have a hard time figuring out categories, can help you figure out who's on the category and make teams based on that. But... Chris, let's say, there are 60... I'm talking about normal Super Battle Road. There's 60 categories of Super Battle Road. Think of it like this. Every 10 stages... So stages one through ten are, I would say, around the same difficulty. They're the mono, the mono type stage super right. battle roads. Right. Right. From there, basically take the, take every ten categories and increase it a level difficulty. Yeah, sometimes I'll increase it by two because some you know some of the categories or even decrease. Okay, remember when Peppy Gal's cat super battle road came out? It was the I hated. I hated that category. It was the easiest category of Super Battle Road for a lot of players. Yep, but then Patara. Oh, oh, oh right. my gosh. Basically, the Wait. Super Battle Roads go based on how built the category itself is. So, Peppy Gals at the time was very mediocre, did not have a whole lot. It's Extreme Super Battle Road, which we'll talk about in a little bit, was a lot different than that. But, yeah, it goes based on the things. But they do always increase in difficulty. Sometimes... They'll have some that increase by two or three levels. Sometimes they'll have one that decreases by a level or matches an original level. It just goes based on the um, category itself. Just like myself and um, myself included in um, our, we have been around to where we were. We were there when these events dropped. Right. So we had beaten everything beforehand, and now suddenly, suddenly, this what we call. This new harder event comes out, and I realized that for players who are just starting, all these events look like the same. And we touched on this earlier, but all the events look like the same difficulty because you go into Super Battle Road and it says, "Oh, it's Super Three difficulty," but then you come here over to Cell Max, and let me just—I'm—I'm I'm scrolling up here real quick. I want to see what his difficulty says because I think it's also Super Three. Super Three with like seven stars. Yeah, it, no, no, it's the exact same type of difficulty. It's still Super 3 with 7 stars. And so is Super Battle Road. No. And that is very misleading to new players. Okay. 
Okay, I'm gonna look. I could have swore that he had, like, Zubrat Road had, like, Super 1-star, then he had Super 2-star, 4-star, 8-star, stuff like that. G, Super Battle Road has, as far as I can see from what I'm looking at here, it is, it, every one is 7-star, Super 3, difficulty. Okay, I didn't realize that. I mean, I knew what, because I know what Super, going into Super, how hard Super Battle Road is. I guess I never noticed that. Okay. Yeah, I think that's... No, is it six? It might be six stars. Either way, it's still very confusing to any play, any 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 player that doesn't realize that that these events didn't all just come out at once. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm even looking at the boss rushes because they're all super three uh, six stars. Then Cell Max super three six stars. So yeah, just basically if it says super three and has six stars, that's the hardest content of the game. Yep, most of the time. And you'll hear, and, and because we're in the Endgame podcast, you'll hear us say some events that are hard for you are not going to be hard for players who have been playing this game for a while. Exactly. So do not let that dissuade you. Do not let that discourage you. Because um, one thing I've talked about on, on the podcast for the last almost two years is, um, oh, wow, we're getting close to two years of Doken Win. Wow, three months away. I didn't realize it. Congrats. Thank you. Mm-hmm. To be fair, most podcasts don't make it past episode three, I think. Yeah, we have enough people that want to listen to me rant or gripe or now help. Mm-hmm. But, um, I forgot what I was about to say. I went off on a, I completely forgot. Talking about events, Super 3, Cell Max. I know. I'm trying to remember. God, my brain. It gets fried sometimes. <laughs> Events that are hard for us may not be hard, or events that are hard for you may not yeah, be hard for us. right. Thank you. Because, thank you for that. Yeah, I was trying to remember. I knew it had something to do with that. But, um, like, I've talked about it a little bit. So we'll take, um, Gibby and I talked very briefly before this about a tier list made by one of the biggest Doken YouTubers saying why this good unit, why this good unit is number one. So we'll take, it's Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta and Super Saiyan Trunks. Versus the new Super Saiyan Goku. You have people, because whenever the Super Saiyan, uh, when Year 7 came out, I saw people on this, my Facebook page, which I can talk about a lot, um, talking about, hey, I got these units, they are new. They were new to the game, I got these units, how come I can't beat this stuff? Just because you have the new two, just because you have a new unit does not automatically guarantee you a win. At least in the hard content. So, just because you pull a unit, so we'll take Gibby. Gibby's sad. Gibby's all sorts of sad. He's never played Doken before. Wanted to pull these units. He pulled the Super Saiyan Gods and the Super Saiyan Force. He watches his favorite Doken YouTuber, K.A. Chowser, that's me, go beat, um, (laughs) Cell Max with said units and said, oh, I can go do this with these units. And then he gets creamed. Do not, do not let us... Do not let watch somebody else play this game and see, oh, hey, they can do this easy. Dissuade you if you cannot do it easy. One, they've been playing it probably for a lot longer than you have. Two, they've probably spent more money than you have, or are willing to if you're a typical player. Three, they understand how the game works on a much more fundamental level. So it's like Gibby and I. Gibby and I understand this game on a fundamental level. I, if it comes down to knowledge, there's no telling. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm smarter than Gibby. I'm not going to say he's smarter than me. I'd say we both know a lot about this game that allows us to play this game smarter than your average player. I'd say. Uh-huh. Animation go burn. 
Huh? Animation go burn. <laughs> Sorry, you cut you cut out for a second, so I didn't know what you you just get animated. Here, but yeah. Um, yeah, there are and, and the uh, there are other things that go into this as well. And this is going to sound like gibberish to newer players, but link leveling, skill orbs, uh, leader skills, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, they are very crucial to these hard, newer, harder events that are coming out every single week. Right. If you don't have and, the toppest tier ones, like I said, like I said, and that's what I said, these hard events, most of the hard events you need the newest stuff for, or at least, yeah. I'll say, let's say, for, so let's go with God Event would be the best one to kind of base on the hardest stuff, because Super Battle Roads and Extreme Super Battle Roads are, you know, we'll do those two. We'll say Extreme Super Battle Roads, because Super Battle Roads aren't the most challenging anymore, even for newer players. If niche. They're very niche yeah. and they have very niche units. Same, yeah, so Super Metal Roads, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna count those. We'll take God Event. God Event, I'll say, is the weakest out of the hard events in the game. So it, we is, agree. it is. The, it is actually the weakest of the hard events in the game because it came out a year ago. Oh my god, it came out a year ago. Yeah, oh, I know. My gosh. Yeah, I know. Can you believe how... It's only been a year? Yeah. Year six. Oh my god. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. Oh my god. Yeah, and that power creep and power. Do not let so basically, like I said, if you see us going through events with these teams, like Gibby over here is a speedrunner. He'll go take on the legendary Goku event, Vegeta event, the GT event, in six seven minutes. Good on Thank him. Thank you very much. My my fighting fighting legend Goku time is four minutes fifty three seconds. That last time I heard it was five minutes. So. I cut it down, <laughs> and I I can get it sub four minutes with the new units. I just haven't tried. So yeah, like that's what he does. So he takes on the hard events doing stuff like that. Do not see him do it and be like, oh, I can do that too. Immediately, unless you spend, say, a, a million bucks on the game in the first year. Even then, that does not guarantee anything. Oh no, it does not. His is like, his is the fundamental, which is why I'm saying it's got uh, got the planning, got all that, which I'm saying there's no tone between two. Like, I'd say we our fundamentals are same-wise. His are just different fundamentals than my fundamentals. <laughs> Because I understand how events work and longevity, and how to survive with mediocre stuff. Whereas he knows how to beat it with big, big damage in two turns. Yeah, it, 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 a lot of it is just playing the game for as long as you have, and you just realize what certain units are capable of on certain leader skills. Right. So yeah, don't yeah. be dissuaded by that. If you go take on the God event and can't beat it. That just means you are not ready for it. It doesn't mean you can't beat it. It just means you are not ready for it. I'll say this: if you if you tried the new cell event and can't beat it, do not feel bad. It took me, somebody who's been playing this game for five plus years, over a week to beat. Do not feel bad that you were not able to beat that event. And it, it is a it is a major spike in difficulty it as is. opposed to what has been what has been the quote-unquote hard events of the game in the past like, six months like red zone red zone for global players is, was before cell max the hardest thing is a lot of people probably still say the hardest stuff because you don't want to take it on a certain amount of times during the day yeah i agree but then we'll use the and we'll actually use this as a prime example of the do not be dissuaded because gibby said it took him a week i beat cell max on the second day 
I figured out how it works, I figured out numbers, I figured out exactly how to play it in order to survive, and so I got it to where as long as, um, if I could, if I could I, this is where the RNG comes in, but also you can kind of figure out, I've also, I'll talk about this later, but um, basically I could get where all units could take double digits when necessary. Or I wouldn't get killed in a single hit. And I figured that out after my, like, tenth try. Then I just came to more or less finalizing how it worked. So do not be dissuaded by hearing us talk. Because I'm sure some player out there heard Gibby. Or is that one thing of, hey, I beat Cell Max in a week? Good on you. Not everybody can say they beat Cell Max. That's an accomplishment right there. But then you have those, like mine, I beat it in a day within the first 24 hours of it, and someone will be upset about that. Like, why couldn't I do that? I have the exact same units. It's just strategy fundamental. Somebody out there is going to say the game's all RNG. That is not the case. I had an argument about it with a guy till 4 a.m. about it. It is not the case. You can play the game smart. RNG is part of it, but it's not all RNG. Contrary to what, and I'm being very, very stereotypical here, so please don't come at me, it is what a lot of Legends players say about Dokkan, that it's just a bubble popper. It is not just a bubble popper game. No, but you're playing chess. You don't even realize you're playing chess. That's a very good analogy. I like that. It is It is very similar to chess. It's just Dragon Ball chess. <laughs> it's Dragon Ball chess with cool animations. It is. So yeah. So, like, and that's another thing, I guess, before we go talk about our extra credit stuff, is a good thing to end on is hard events, you do not have to immediately beat a hard event, and it's okay if you cannot immediately beat a hard event. It's absolutely okay. Don't hop into the game, get one unit, and be like, I'm gonna go beat up Cellmax, Broly, send Shenron into Omega Shenron 17, all of that, in the first day, and then you get your butt handed to you. Yep. Not how this game works. Take, take things slow. Accumulate more units. Link level them. Link leveling may seem not like it is a big deal, but in reality... It changes doing a lot. Doing 5% damage and having 10% more defense... It's a lot. ...is going to help out on the long run. Like, it's, a, it's very minuscule numbers. Like, we talk about the hidden potential. Like, those low numbers... That's a lot different than actually changing the stats. So if you see, like, big bad bosses is what? Is it is a 25% attack and defense? At link, what it is, at link level 1, it is 25% attack and defense Both. if your HP is under 80%. Right. Thoughts. I was making sure I had the numbers, right? I didn't remember if it was 20 or 25. Yep, it's 25. So that right there doesn't like I know it's a twenty five percent sounds like for some sounds like a lot to others doesn't sound like a lot but you get that active all the time you're gonna be cooking with a lot more than what you think same for the five percent so ten percent hell you can give it a three percent damage reduction that can actually make a little bit of a difference absolutely trust me as someone who takes ass units into hard events and relies on maxing out links to do it link levels are very important to this game. Yeah, we're talking about link levels. Uh, might I mention, because I've had a lot of comments about, oh, how do I link level? Where do you link level? Oh, at? that's right. You know what? We'll go. We'll do that, and then we'll talk about those stupid extra credit. But yeah, real quick, I just wanted to mention it since we were on the same to- on the topic. Of- yeah, I completely forgot. We completely forgot how to both of us did. Yeah. So where do you, where do you spend your time link leveling your units at? Okay. This is going to be for players out there. This we're going to talk about. The, we actually should talk about the auto and auto ba- auto battle. 
Basically, if you beat an event, first time you have to beat it manually, second time you can set it to auto. Auto battle basically keeps rotations as they are, and basically it doesn't change them at all, and it gives the units the most key. Auto map just takes the path to it. I do not understand it. I feel like the map tries to get you killed, but... If I go auto, which is just basically I've ran through it, allowed to play by itself, I do 7-10, or uh, I think it's uh, like 10-15, or 15-10, one of the 15-2. 15-2, that's what it is. It's a Bardock. 15-2. If I do manual, I do 23-7. Yeah. Okay, so we actually do have different stages that we link level at. Okay. So I personally, if I'm going on the auto mode, like if I'm at work and I just put my phone down and touch it every couple of minutes, I will use stage 8, or, sorry, area 8, stage 9, to auto-link level. Okay. If I'm doing it manually, I'll use area 23, stage 8. That's just what I found to personally work. Find a stage that you like, that you f you're comfortable with, and go from there. I said 23-7, didn't I? I believe you said 23-7, yeah. I meant 23-8, so we do have that one. I meant 23-8. Okay. You know, I've, I've, I have heard about the 15-10 and I think the stage, the Area 7 as well. I just use 8-9 because that's what I found to have the most <laughs> personal luck. You know, want to know something funny? I have a drag. Sure. I tried this once. I had my Link Level 10 Dragon Ball Saga team on this event. Because <laughs> apparently Another I tried thing. it. <clears throat> Not all link levels level the same rate. No. A link level one will link level to level two much faster than normally a link level nine to a link level ten will. Right. Just. <laughs> I've had many people say, oh, yeah, I've had my link levels go from one to six really easily, and then afterwards it feels like they never level up. And I'm like, yeah, you just have to keep trying and just keep yep. going. It's that's RNG. That's that's unfortunately where you can't break the RNGs. Every fight, every time you go into a fight, it'll it'll automatically dictate. That's why if you want to go the auto ones, because you have a set amount of fights, that you have the best chance of getting units to link level, is it's a set amount of fights, because you never know what you're going to fight. You never know. Like the 23-7 we talked about. Or 23-8. Whatever number it is. 23-8. You, it's... There's no set amount of fights except for the final boss. These other ones have... Right. Like the one I'm doing, the 8-9 has the Gimme Force. That's five fights right there. Set yep. in stone. Yep. You must go beyond your limits. Yes. And... All right. We're going to talk about one final thing, because we made mention of it earlier, because somebody's going to ask about it in the future. There's one specific unit in this game. One very, very specific unit in this game that is banned from most hard content. Can't we can't? He's too powerful. We can't tell them about it. We have to let him know, Gibby. We have to. All right. I guess it's time. <laughs> this unit has a one percent chance to change his super attack to do max damage. Not a joke. This is not an. This is not a joke. I'm being dead serious. It is a one percent chance to make it. It's what. What is it? Ultra deadly dam. Uh, do deadly damage or something like that. Tax that turns into nine hundred ninety nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand <laughs> nine hundred and ninety nine. Yeah, he hits for max damage. 
not he hits for the max damage that his unit's allowed to hit for whenever that one percent kicks in. For reference, he will one shot sell max. Yes. If his passive goes off. Yeah. That is how strong this unit is. However, he is also at most an SSR, and he cannot be to access the hidden potential system. A unit has to be UR or higher. Right. So he does not have access to dodge. He does not have access to additionals. He is just a unit. <laughs> God, he's he's so he's the most broken unit. Yet he's the most fair unit in the game. You, I believe to be the most cheeky unit in Dokkan. You want to know something funny? One player Absolutely. out there has been the luckiest dude ever. He got Devilman. Oh, hey, Devilman, I'm going to give him a shot. And has never missed that 1% super attack. God. And then he now, got... if, to, to, to plug somebody that's not us, if you want to see that in action, go check out Jay Fanta. He did a video on, on Devilman versus Cell Max. Yeah. If you're interested in that unit. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and I was sitting there like, oh, there's no way he beat it with a free-to-play, and as soon as I clicked on, wait a minute, he means free-to-play in a very wide spectrum. He's, he says one thing we haven't mentioned is that Devilman is not on normal banners. He's a world tournament unit. Ooh. World tournament is just another mode that's a little annoying, but you world tournament, you, basically you take on normal stuff, except you have half a leader skill. You only get one unit later skill. I don't really like to talk about the world tournament. It's really not a no. very fun thing. As someone who's been playing it for literally years, it's not. World tournament's not yeah. worth it. If you want to get the units, by all means, good for you. But they don't have a lot of versatility. They are good for collector. It's not even... You You go for rewards for you don't use these units most of the time. You would not use these units, and they're mainly for collection purposes. Yep. Most of the time. Yep. Unless you do something stupid, because I did take um the Demon King Piccolo against the Vegeta event. But you all, Ox King is also from that banner, isn't he? Who? Ox King? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant when I said very rarely will you actually <laughs> use a unit from there. Yeah. But, <laughs> but me. Hayden, K.H. Hauser on YouTube. Or if you guys want to, you can go check this out. Um, I'm going to say this. Would it be wrong, Gibby, because Spotify has a thing right now they can give Bitcoins to their favorite people? Okay. I think it has something like give. Hey! Oh, somebody gave us... We have a 4.7 on Spotify. 4.7 star rating. Great. Somebody out there Listen didn't like us. Now, right now, you should go give and give him a five star rating. Exactly. Why? Why? Because Dokkan went. How many episodes are you up to now? This is episode God. I think 40, 41. Yeah. Episode forty one. And that's just Dokkan wins. We have Dokkan who's where we interview people and things here and there. But yeah, so uh, collectively, we have over sixty episodes. This far into the into the podcast, please give this man give this man a nice rating. He does a lot of work to keep to keep this community rolling. Yeah, Dokkan win. 
We love our we love our fan base. We love 99% of the units except for Devilman, Tapion, and Goku Black. Yeah. <laughs> and go follow, go follow, well, one, I would do this, or we talk about Gibby first. On, on the Instagram, I'm going to have him tag because, you know. But go follow uh, Gibby on his TikTok. Gibby, I cannot remember your TikTok. It is Gibby Play Dokon. Yeah, Gibby Play Dokon. No spaces. Dokon, so I had to do Gibby Play Dokon. Gibby Play Dokon! Yeah. every once in a while. <laughs> Same. Don't you worry. Maybe, I... It's when they come out, I like to show the big, pretty numbers. I got... Did you see my... Did you, uh, just to plug here. Did you see my my uh, um, cooler video? Uh, which one? The, the one where I had them at 69%. I have not. I haven't actually been on... Oh, I'm watching it right now. He's a. I'm just gonna let you react to it. It's it's the later it's the later half of the video. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so also this. Um, Cooler is a good good unit. He does very high numbers, and mine's not even my. And that video, mine isn't even link level ten or hundred percent. Yeah, and links make a difference, people. Yes, they do. Right, so he just said, uh, I think he looks like a, like a, I, I won't spoil it, I'll, I'll let you. Oh, he's gonna hit hard, I know how hard this unit can hit. I know how hard he can hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> it's about, uh, what, 14 million to start? Oh, I wasn't gonna that's say what it was, I wasn't gonna say what it was, I was gonna let people go watch it and figure it out. Well, he also does many normal attacks as well, and I won't spoil it. Go see for yourself how, yeah. much, how much attack power this cooler has. Yeah, it's nuts, people. It's cooler is nuts. Offensively, the Goku's a defensive unit. Cooler's an offensive unit, and there's no argument about it. I I think cooler is a fantastic slot two unit because yeah. his twelve gives soup and gives defense. Yeah, he greatly raises for the turn, and he could do that up to right. like five times, and he greatly raises defense five times. So I mean, most of the time you're not going to get five because he gives he gets so much key. You're not you're going to get that eighteen key super. Four sixty nine twenty. That'd be God. He'd be sitting around like a one point four million defense at that four sixty. And he will still die to sell max. Yeah, super. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think that's what solidifies Goku over him. Because of his defensive capability. Right. I mean, Goku can still die to sell Max. You have to be very meticulous in how you play it. But anyway. Absolutely. But it's it's much harder to than yeah. cooler. Right. At least what we can see right now. For all we know, there's somebody out there who's done it. Maybe Doken World of Truth has. Possibly. Okay. So, on to the extra credit. Oh, we talked about it. That was Devilman. Oh, perfect, perfect, okay. But On to extra, extra credit. You know what, if we're gonna do stuff like that, which is, go follow us on TikTok, which, go for uh, Gibby Play Doken on TikTok, me, Doken Win Podcast on TikTok, go follow the Instagram, Doken Win Podcast, and you know what, if you're a new player to this, so, uh, message, this is your extra credit, and you know what, you can come join, I'll let you join the Discord afterwards, as long as you're 16 and up, we have a lot of people wanting to join the Discord that are not 16 and up, but, um, you come message me on Instagram and tell me one important thing you learned from this Doken Win. 
because I've never done a true how-to. We have episodes, like the first five minutes are a how-to, but we have a full how-to episode, what's good for players, what's bad for players, how-to, what-to, when-to, whatever-to. So, do that, and also, go do it on Gibby's thing, too. Go comment on his TikTok. as like, hey, I learned, what I learned in uh, Doken School today is... Absolutely, and if you have any other questions, feel free to comment, and we will try to make videos Absolutely. about that specific topic. Yes. Because I know there's so much stuff that we didn't cover, and there's only so much we can cover in a certain amount of time. Yeah, and I don't want... I mean, we could theoretically go over everything. I just don't think Gibby wants to be here for a four-hour video, because this is a two-hour one. Figure something out in the future. Yeah. If you have questions, don't mind. Do not hesitate to ask us. We'll be more than willing to help. Just... If it's a question that was asked here, we should have been given enough... You know, I'm like, I'm going to basically say... If a question was answered here... Don't ask us the same question, please. <laughs> like, what you, what, what banner should I summon on? Just summon for whatever you want to summon for. But what banner should I summon on? The one you want to summon for. But who do I want? What you, what character do you like? I don't know. The one with black hair. The one that screams, has black hair, and his hair changes from black to gold. And sometimes blue. And red. You've narrowed down to half of Dragon Ball. <laughs> and oh I, oh, I think his hair turns white, too. Now that's narrowed down to two characters. Master Roshi it is. Actually, technically three, because you have Baby Vegeta. But anyway, that's a whole different semantic. Oh, yeah. But anyway, Animal Timeline is lucky, let me say that. It is. But anyway, thanks all for listening. Like, thank you, Gibby, for being here. I know we've, we had, we started this a little later than I wanted to. I was d taking care of some, not important personal stuff, but just some personal stuff prior. Say It has been an absolute pleasure to join you once more on here. Yeah, I'll have to start getting you on here a little more frequently. I'm trying to get more people on here. In case you've been listening, I'm trying to get more people on. That way it's not just me, Dale, and Will. Yeah, never hurts to have more opinions and exactly for different members of the community right but who knows maybe i'll do another one like this in the future with another person again they'll give their insight so as we wrap up is there anything i think um i think like basically any last bit of information you want to give players let me just go through my notes real quick and oh one thing i do want to mention real quick is when you're summoning on certain banners, especially the banners that we have up right now, they're a buy three, get one free multi-summon. Oh, that's which is right. fantastic. However, some players may not realize that when you summon on the on the on the free to, on the free on the free one, any units you get from there cannot be exchanged for coins if you right. happen to already have them at a hundred percent. Right. And we I'm thinking we actually talk touch base on the coin Did we touch base on the actual coin shop? We did touch base on the coin shop, but I don't think we mentioned anything about the exchanging of coins. Yeah. We can be safe for the next video. Right, okay, so yeah. Basically, yeah, if you get a free multi, or if it's free or ticket multi, anything free, it's not going to be able to be sold for coins. You can send you can send it to the Baba shop for Baba points, but you can't trade it in for coins. Exactly. That's just for coins. And my final bit before we end, before we before I ring that bell, I see that I see you one kid in the back trying to get up from your desk early. We haven't dismissed. The bell hasn't even rung yet. But um, like I said, enjoy the game. If we said something you didn't like, like we said, go summon for the units. 
we said we could we touch base really early about them. Someone for the units. If you want to be a hardcore player, some of the best units. If you don't want to do that, there's nothing wrong with that. If you can beat it with the less than top tier units, good on you. That's uh, I'm gonna give you an applause. But play the game for how you want to play it. If you want to summon a unit and don't want to take on the hard events, absolutely nothing wrong with it. If you want to take on the hard events, absolutely nothing wrong with that. You play the game at your own pace, however you want to play, because in the end, it's not my game, it's not Gibby's game, it's your game, and you play it how you want to play it. I could not have said it better myself. Alrighty, so... As the bell rings, bell just rung, I'll say my final goodbyes. Thank Gibby one more time. Thank you, Gibby. Absolutely. You have a Super Saiyan day. Yeah, I, I hate that oh so much. Say bye, Gibby. <laughs> bye, everybody! <laughs> <laughs>